cut it out if it is right kyle's in charge of edits right now so okay so know. you can cut this out if you're uncomfortable sure. but, he's not gonna cut but of even a lot of stuff i don't want oh, no but seriously i mean they say home is where the heart is so i wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless welcome to episode 61 of doubling negative as always i'm chris here with my friend kyle kyle how are you a little sleepy, Chris. How are you doing? Um, not as sleepy as I was yesterday when we were supposed to record mm. and I fell asleep and left you hanging. But happy accident. You wanted to go back to bed anyway. So here we are. Apologies for that. Um, I'm also in a much better mood today, so it probably worked out that we didn't record yesterday because I don't think I would have been very fun to listen to or talk to. I kind of wanted that though, because we were texting a little bit, and you, you definitely seemed down in the dumps. And I uh, kind of wanted to talk to you like that. It's still carried over a bit, but um, getting a, my anxiety has been through the fucking roof lately, yep. and it's over nothing in particular. But I am a nightmare to be around at the moment. Like just nitpicking everything. Like I feel terrible for Michelle, Kevin, Alondra. I mean, my anxiety has me nitpicking things sometimes. Um, like regularly, but like the last couple of days, it's just been turned up to a hundred. What does that look like? Like what's an example of that? Oh yeah. So like me nitpicking, um, I've said it multiple times before. I get really nervous with Ollie and things with hands surrounding my dog. Um, even as, Oh, can you close that door? If you're not going to be in there, like if you're, if, just don't leave the bathroom door open because there's like cleaning supplies on the ground. Do you mind closing that door? And then like, I'm thinking about it as I'm going to dinner and like, I'll text like, Hey, did you close that door? Or like, even with uh, Michelle driving today, I'm like, Hey, can, uh, you're getting a little too close on the right. Like just nitpicking everything she does driving. And those, those things stuck out to me today specifically, but there's been multiple instances of me doing that. I mean, I can call her in here right now and she can explain a little bit. Probably a nightmare to be around right now. <laughs> Would you mind calling her in? That'd be interesting. Michelle? Please hold. Um, yeah, but while I'm getting her on, I guess we can chat it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, just anxiety. And uh, another thing I mentioned to you was, I don't know if you've felt this too ever in the past, just feeling like everybody hates you. That could have to do with my heightened anxiety, which I kind of connected the dots today. Probably, yeah. Just like, oh, I asked a bunch of people to go disc golf and everyone said they couldn't. And um, maybe just no one wants to hang around me. Maybe I'm just very alone. And I think I thought of it today a little further and I was thinking that's from the anxiety. Can you notice anything that occurred in your life when it started to start started to start when it's started um no i don't think there was anything in particular it's just me being more anxious there's nothing that triggered it and that's the most annoying part at least if i knew it triggered it i could point to that and say okay because honestly everything else is going fantastic right now besides me mentally being a nervous wreck Man, I think we got a lot to talk about too, because what you just said there, I can relate to too. Um, feeling something uncomfortable and not being able to tell why or where it came from. 
it's the worst feeling because we're both inquisitive people. We want to know what's causing this. We think about a little too much. I think our special yep. guest is here. Hey, hi. Hi. I would like to speak to you. I couldn't tell if you were calling me or not. I was. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. So, um, thank you for coming on. Sure. Um, Chris was explaining a little bit about how he's been annoying recently because of his anxiety. He's saying he's nitpicking things, and he said Michelle would be able to give you a ton of examples. And I said, "Well, I'd love to hear them." Okay. I already brought up like the driving and just me with Ollie. But the past couple of days, I've been very, I should probably talk here. The past couple of days, I've been very on edge and like annoying. I yeah, not to put you on the spot, but if you can, yeah, if you can I mean, I wouldn't, things. I wouldn't say it's annoying. It's just very like apparent that you're just struggling the last couple of days. You say that with a I, smile I, on your face. No, I mean, just like he can't kind of like get out of his, um, his own way is that is kind of my interpretation of it um why are you laughing you, you you're, told me to, you're taking the chair okay <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean even like um i brought up driving already the restaurant I didn't yeah i mean but you're always commenting on my driving here we go so that's not that's not is your driving comment worthy yeah i mean it's not it's not the best but but that's yeah, not cause, out cause... of what, what what Chris is saying to me, it, it sounds like, yeah, what, what he's commenting on is like, you, you understand why, but maybe it's, maybe it's a little too far. I just don't know why it's so heightened the last couple of days. I mean, so, even, so it's not always been like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even yesterday, um, as far as, I mean, you asked, can I say that? I don't know what you're going to say, but go ahead. I don't know. He asked like 15 people to go <laughs> disc golfing yesterday. Right. Uh, I already said 15? That. F- 15. I don't know if it was actually 15. It was a lot though. That's what you said. I was F- guessing. 15. And I guess nobody <laughs> could go disc golfing. So then he started like internalizing like does that, why does nobody want to hang out with me and i was like i want to hang out with you and then his reaction to that was you're even going out tonight like there was nobody Mm. around um i mean also i could say this if you're not gonna get angry with me you can cut it out if it is Right. Kyle's in charge of edits right now. So okay, so know. you can cut this out if you're uncomfortable. Sure. But, he's not going to cut But even like, stuff, I don't oh, like No, but seriously, <laughs> I mean, even sexually last yesterday. There we go. Tri- it's, it's, oh, okay. Yep, no, yep, it's please. It's a real thing. He like was in his head and like his head was not in it. So he wasn't able to come to finish. Because mm. of it. And let them know how rare it is that that happens. Yeah, that's not typical. Yeah, usually he's too quick. Like, I was waiting for you to say something like that. <laughs> I've been there myself. It's nothing to worry about. Yeah, but. so I mean, just like... And then, like he said with Ollie, I mean, we were... Our roommate was trying to put in this... Bidet. Bidet. We got him on the bidet train. And... Good, good. 
he hit the water was leaking there was like cleaning products i guess out and all day he was talking about how hungry he was he couldn't wait for us to go out to eat but then this was going on and he didn't want to leave the house because he was worried that ollie was gonna get into something right right okay so i would just say that's yeah. first appearance on the podcast too i like that i like that you're being like communicative the whole time you're kind of yeah. talking to each other so that that's great yeah. but, i um, mean i even said to him oh. today like is there something i can do to calm your calm your anxiety or make you feel better it's just been it is what it is but very open line of communication she knows i let her know i in my own head she understands Oh, well, well, thank you for helping us paint that picture. Really yeah, appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh. That was Ollie's first appearance on the show as well. So welcome. Another guest. Is that right? Yeah, he's because we he's been in the background barking, but as far as yeah, the, many uh, times. Almost constantly. Yeah, almost every single time. But now you get to see his face for those who are watching on YouTube. Hmm. yeah man i've also been through a little bit of a a rougher patch than usual um and i don't know maybe it's because uh, you, you guys are farther along in your relationship and, and i don't live with tika but i'm not as good at communicating uh my feelings sometimes it's and, hard i want i do want to say i was hesitant to even say that but it was one of those moments like as like yesterday like she said could not finish you know now everyone knows and um you've been open about that on the podcast too so it'd be pretty yeah. unfair for me to just kind of no i finish every time dude um but afterwards i just told her when we were laying down together like the, the, probably because of you know what's going on in my head because she didn't really know up until that point but sorry to cut you off no no it's okay and by the way um not being able to finish is way less embarrassing than not being able to start. And yeah. uh, actually, it's probably the least embarrassing now that I think about it. Because it's almost like, yeah, I could go forever, dude. I just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I wasn't so gassed. Now that I'm a runner now, I've been running all the time. Yeah. My legs are just gassed. So, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's not a hobby. That's another thing. I started running like two weeks ago. And after my first run, I was walking around the house shirtless, just telling Michelle to look at my runner's body. Really? But, uh, just because it's funny. I know it's not real, but uh, just me saying, yeah, you know, for me, it's not just a hobby. You know, it's like a lifestyle change. This is my life. I run. I like to run. But back to your relationship. But it is real. It is real in your head, though, because I know you wouldn't be doing that before you started running, probably, right? No, no, probably not. But I just no. like to say it to be funny. Um. But yes, so you're not as good as communicating as I. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was just trying to get to this point where um, I guess it just takes me longer or something. To break know, down anyway, the walls to actually be feel comfortable opening up in that way. Maybe. Maybe. But, but anyway, yesterday um, I, I said I haven't been feeling great. I kind of explained a couple things I've been thinking about and just not feeling good. Basic yeah. depression stuff, just yeah. like not being excited about the future, not enjoying the present, things like that. And uh, she was saying, well, what, what caused it? 
and that that's what made me think of the whole thing is when you said you know well i asked you the same question i was like when did it start why i don't fucking know um i think that's that's the difference between having the blues or normal anxiety it's um like the irrational part like there's no reason for it that's that i think that's the i mean nick could probably correct us on this our resident therapist he'll come in soon i'm sure since we're both down so he'll be back soon we need you nick um but he probably correct me here if i'm wrong uh but that's probably the difference between you know like i was saying the blues are hey i'm nervous to do this presentation and having actual anxiety and depression is the irrationality behind it and no cause for it i guess yeah yeah and and yeah maybe there is a cause but even if there is a singular cause it becomes really difficult to find because of the entire way that it distorts your perception and that's what i was trying to explain to tika i was saying like my entire way of looking at the world and life is different now so anything i think about whether it's my friends or work or the gym or the place i live in anything i think negatively yeah. So in that lens of the world, anything could be the problem. Everything is the problem. Yeah. It just, there isn't one thing like, oh, my, my dog died. This is what you're talking about. It's not like that. It's not yeah. like this specific thing is making me unhappy. It's, I'm just unhappy. And uh, maybe there, maybe there is like, like you're saying, like maybe Nick would correct us and say, well, you're just not feeling unfulfilled in life or something. But it's not easy to pinpoint when you're feeling like that. And uh, that's that's where I've been this week. Yeah. Um, so to kind of piggyback off of the, you're not feeling like fulfilled in life. I've been telling you, like we've been talking, um, you know, I'm actually like doing well on like diet, uh, exercise, like overall, like my body's feeling better. I'm doing the right things to feel better. And that's still happening. Like I feel fulfilled pretty much everywhere in my life at the moment. So I don't think it's a lack of uh, fulfillment thing. You see that? <laughs> you stutter and prick. It's not <laughs> like a lack of fulfillment for me. Because um, everywhere else, I feel like I'm making good progress. I'm down 10 pounds. 10 pounds, really? Probably just mostly water weight. But that's fine with me. It's a start. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Nice work, um, man. Yeah. So it, I'm doing the things I'm supposed to be doing, you know, just anxiety sometimes comes and goes and that's, you know, same thing with your depression. There's no way to stop it. It's going to come back. You look at it. It's, you're not like, Oh, I beat depression. I'm done being sad. I'm good now. Like I know what to do. No matter how many times you go through one of these phases, you don't, it's still so hard to handle when that phase comes back, which is the really fucked yep. up part about it. We've dealt with it so it many times, different phases of depression, anxiety, and every single time we know we get out of it eventually. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's gotta be the worst part of it. Yep. Knowing it's just, it's, it just feels, it feels familiar and new all at the same time. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's just unexplainable even when you develop these coping tactics and there are sometimes it just hits you hard. Yeah. And it's not, it's not similar to anything else in that 
so you're saying you know it you know you're going to get out of it you know it's going to end on some level you do and on some level you don't because it really doesn't feel like it yeah there is I don't that know. I level shouldn't speak of, for anyone else but no there but is that me, level of uncertainty mm. like even me in this in this case now where i'm having this heightened anxiety i'm like do i need to go on medicine is this going to be a thing all the time like i still feel that way yep so there is that uncertainty of am i going to get out of it this time but well you did stop uh seeing your therapist recently well i don't think that triggered it though because i felt fine about that and i still do have another appointment with her hmm. uh, i don't know when it is but there's a we have another appointment and that's where i'm going to tell her i want to get referred to someone else when she leaves so you know what else i was thinking and this may sound crazy, may sound foolish, but we've had guests on two weeks in a row. You and I haven't really had a conversation like this in over half a month. Oh, you're missing your Kyle time. Yeah. Even sitting Aww. down, plugging in the mic, getting set up and knowing it was just me and you tonight, I started feeling like, <sighs> okay. You can breathe for the first time in two weeks. I honestly felt like I had like no, no, um, I feel the same. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I had like a, nice. a feeling of uh, all right. I get to just let it out. Me and Kyle are gonna chat, and it's just us. That's nice. Yeah. Love having guests, but I like these conversations with just us more. Me too, man. And I had um, this this could very well be a big part of what's been going on with me too, but um. I had some serious anxiety, but I, I don't know if it's actual anxiety or what. You'll, you, maybe you can help me through it. Um, yesterday, I was Googling hospitals, things like heart attacks, lung cancer, things like that. Yeah. And uh, so basically what was going on was, well, still actually started to get this chest tightness right about here. Yeah. And uh a little bit harder to take really deep breaths and been about a week i the told Zika about it and the she's anxiety like, about it is definitely not helping the breathing i'll tell you that mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i told Zika about it she's like ah oh, it's just just breathe deeper it's like well i don't know how you guys deal with things in indonesia but in america we google <laughs> and uh and we cry when, when when yes, yeah, when you see chest tightness, says see a see a physician immediately. I don't know. I I'm not. I can't speak to all Americans, but that scares the shit out of me. I feel like a lot of people have this um this problem. Uh, you kind of Google your way into a panic attack. Yeah, that's a very common thing. Um, I know because even when I was like bringing something up with my therapist about my hernia, I was like, well, I I, I did I googled and I was doing some research. She goes, don't Google. Please don't Google, because she probably gets told that a lot. Like, oh, I Googled it. I definitely have cancer. <laughs> or like in this case yeah. for me, I was like, I have a hernia. Um, it's very common, and I don't know. I don't have an answer to combat that. Usually when I have those, those feelings of impending doom, like, oh, God, my chest, I, I've done a good job of not Googling things anymore. And a lot of the times I wait them out. And I kind of want to tie this back into something you said 
in one of our very first episodes about religion and people sinning. If they truly believed that sinning wouldn't get them, would get them in hell, wouldn't they not sin? If you truly believed that you had something seriously wrong with you, like cancer, the chest tightness, wouldn't you go immediately? Maybe yes and uh, no. I, I appreciate the comparison, but it's, it's a little bit different. I kind of want to just because... do the callback, and I thought maybe it had legs. No, no, it, it's 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 got uh it's got stumps. I wouldn't say it's got full blown legs. Yeah, but um, it did a tour or two overseas and. Yeah. No, it, it's a fear. It's it's not a full certainty that I was having anything, but it's like, it's kind of like. I guess I'm googling it to try to prove my own fear wrong. Mm-hmm. And that kind of worked with with the lung stuff actually, because um, I ended up finding that. Almost certainly, if it's a real lung problem, it would be associated with coughing. I didn't have yep. coughing. So I'm like, okay, so it's just my heart. I'm just going to have a heart attack instead. So it actually didn't really help. But um, Yeah. But anyway, uh, the, I mean, the big thing is, whether I Google or not, the thing is, I've got this chest tightness for about a week. And I guess everybody's got their own threshold. But for me, it was getting to the point where, okay, I got to see a doctor. A week is long enough. Um it's not like painful, but it's something there and it's a chest thing. It's like, fuck. Are you seeing improvement? Here's the thing. And I don't know how much I should even go into this because it's super not interesting. Um, don't even start with the Bali stuff, dude. I can't. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right just go ahead. Just I'll just overview a little bit. Hold on. Wait a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's all. <laughs> You douchebag. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> For those of you not watching on YouTube, I took my headphones off so I wouldn't be on the Kyle. <laughs> well, actually, so, so Teak has been a lot more boring in the last few months because she's gotten into these Balinese healing things. Eat, pray, love, say what you will, but um, laugh, one of them is uh, this this old woman. Well, she's not that old. She's not that old at all. She's older than us, but she gives massages in this different kind of way. I don't know. I guess it's kind of like acupressure. Yeah. But she does this. She'll kind of rub your arms, and it's it's strange. It hurts like hell, even yeah. though she's not doing much if you've got some sort of issue there like for example i've uh, i broke both my ankles at different parts of my life and when she touches parts of my ankles they hurt really bad at first um and she'll she'll say like pretty interestingly astute or insightful things like oh you're not really getting blood flow here and uh, the reason i went in the first place is Tika's got some sort of health issue. I, I don't think I'm going to say exactly what it is, but no, you can't see it. It would be impossible to know about. Um, but the lady touched a different part of her body and said, you've got this health issue, right? And Tika's like, how the fuck did you know that? She's not even touching the same part of the body. Yeah. Um, and I wish I was there to see it because this is one of those things that if somebody else said, I wouldn't believe it. But Tika told it to me. She's got no reason to lie. Yeah. And it's just pretty, pretty amazing. So I'm skeptical in nature, but I'm like willing to believe that. And 
I don't know. Anyway, the, the long and short of it is that I've been going to this lady and she does the chest area. And I kind of forgot about that. But like when I thought about when it started, it was after we started seeing her. And I've been going with Tika and our friend Jenny. Jenny also had the chest tightness. We, we, we went yesterday and we saw Jenny and, and I, I told Jenny I was having the thing. And she's, she's like, oh, yeah, me too. And then we ended up talking to the lady and she said, that's very common. It's going to last about 10 days. Almost everybody gets it. From doing so, this type of... Yes. Well, that, that's good. That's, that's got to be... Did hearing that kind of put your fears aside or is the, the bad wolf in you wanting to go over and be like, no, 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 this is really what it is. <laughs> Almost totally put my fears to rest. The fact that Jenny's having it, she's yeah. like 22. Um. And in the fact that the lady said it, yeah, almost totally put my fear stress. There's still a little part of me that's like, I don't know, it's chest tightness. You're supposed to go get it looked at. But, um, but yeah, that was hugely relieving. I've had uh, stuff like that too ideas. before with like chest tightness. And I'm thinking like, oh, what the hell could this be from? Is this internal or is this soreness? Like, because it's hard to mm. differentiate if it's soreness in the muscles or internal. And that, Googling yourself to a panic attack literally never helps. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. And there's really not much you can do about it except go see a doctor if you're scared enough about it. And whenever you have something like that, that you're feeling constantly, for me anyway, it kind of, how can I not think about it if I'm feeling it in that moment? And especially when so, you're doing the thing you need to do to survive, breathe, that's affected. Exactly. How do you, Exactly. you don't ignore that. And it was worse when I was laying down. It still, still is a little bit, but, um, so I'm just, you know, laying in bed, looking at my phone or something and I'm trying not to think about it, but it's just, it's always there. Like, yeah. Fuck, fuck, yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like with the uh, with COVID when they were like, "Yeah, if you can't hold your breath for this amount of time, there's a chance you have COVID." So I just be in my car and be like, "Yeah, good. I don't have it, dude. I just held it for 15 seconds, dude. I don't have COVID." Was that the amount of time? I don't remember. I think it might have been 30, something like that. But yeah, that's um, never fun. So let's go back to you uh, frantically inviting people to play disc golf. I want to know how low you got down on the totem pole of, <laughs> you were, were you inviting people that you like normally would never even want to see just because no. you're kind of freaking out? No, I was inviting people that don't even play disc golf. Okay. I invited Griff. Yeah. He doesn't play disc golf. I messaged him, by the way, didn't answer. Griff, I know you listen. What I, what I said in our chat is true. By the way, didn't answer. Yeah. Um, but Friday, 2.46. You want to go disc golfing? I've got extra discs you can use. No answer. Friday, 5.19. So a little less than three hours later, I sent, you're dead to me. Mm. And he saw it. And That's didn't reasonable. I think so. <laughs> you know. But I, I was asking people that don't even play disc golf. But there are people I want. I would like. I want to play disc golf with. You know, I was just thinking, hey, maybe I can, you know, teach a friend how to play and give them a new hobby. A lot of people that play this for the first time really fall in love with it. 
Yeah, yeah, but you're kind of right now, you're kind of giving me the more rational part of your brain. I want to hear the the crazier part. Yeah, it was just, I was like, I don't have, I really don't have any friends. Like, I'm alone. And then that takes you to a spot where it's like, maybe I feel this way because like, when some people get bored, they can always say, all right, I'll, I'm going to go hang out with my parents. I'll, you know, I'll go see my family. I don't have that option. So when all my friends and my significant other, my wife, who you all just met, um, are busy, I'm, I feel so alone sometimes. Mm. And there are times where I'm fine and I prefer I'm not hanging out with anybody. Michelle's out of the house. I can just sit, play video games. But then I'll find even after like an hour or two, I'll be sitting on the couch just on my phone like I wish Michelle was home. So, I don't know. I like the isolation for little bits of time and at specific times. And I think me with the heightened sense of anxiety I've had over the past couple of weeks, paired with no one wanting to hang out, nightmare for me. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, hmm. should I just say what I felt or should I say what I'm thinking of? What you um, felt and then what you're thinking of. No, I'm going to go the opposite way. Okay. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Um, there's this guy on YouTube, uh, Matthew Hussey or Matthew Husey. He's mainly a, a dating advice expert for women. Okay. Um, but I watched a couple of videos. Is, it, is he, he a white to, guy? Yeah. Classic white guy being like, hey, girls, I'm going to tell you how to date, how to date successfully. It's a Coming nice Coming from a man with a dick, yeah. I'll tell you what you need to be doing. It's like the Bo yeah. Burnham song where he's like, we've had the floor for at least 500 years. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All he's right, pretty sorry. successful, though. Yeah. So I might get into it. Um, anyway, he said he said one in particularly. That's uh, something we've even talked about, but it's just good to re- get reminded. Um I guess it was the way he said it, because now that I'm even going to repeat it, it sounds so obvious. Anyway, emotions change. Um, Whatever you're feeling right now, it's not going to last. And that's, I think, what we've been talking about for a lot of this conversation, this this podcast. And um, what what you're having right there, when you're kind of freaking out about not having friends, that's just like an attack of some specifically I don't want to say negative but uncomfortable emotion and um the specific thing I can relate it to is like a couple periods where I was dating a lot um where I was like going on dates with different girls and actively trying to date a lot I would have this um this kind of interesting seesaw of not seesaw but maybe back and forth or pendulum of uh, confidence. It's like sometimes when it was going well, when a couple of girls seemed to like me at the same time, I would feel like really confident, really, really high self-esteem. Yeah. But then the opposite would happen. And like, sometimes I would try to make dates with a couple of different girls and everybody would blow me off. And then I would kind of like, you know, you, I asked the question and you kind of skillfully avoided it, but I think you know what I'm saying. When you, when you reach down on the totem pole, it's like you have a few people that you really, 
I'm going to say it for myself. I'm not going to say it for you. During those periods, I would have a couple girls that I really liked. And then I had some that I, so, so I would reach all the way down and, and everybody would blow me off at the same time. And then I would feel maybe something similar to what you're talking about. It's like, nobody likes me. Well, I can relate I that to when, you I know, feel so lonely. Yeah. And it just came down to this feeling of loneliness. I just felt so lonely. Um, I can relate that to when, you know, me and Michelle were separated for a little while and I was on dating apps. There were times where I was like, I'm not interested, but I don't want to be alone right now. I don't want to like, and then when all the options you have to not be alone are taken away and you're just left with alone, it sucks. Friend wise, uh, dating wise, it's like you said, uncomfortable. You can't help that you're alone right now. It's something you literally don't have control over. Even if you went to like a bar and hung out with people you didn't know, you're still, I mean, me personally, I'm sure some people can go to a bar and be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to have drinks and chop it up with the regulars. Like I could be alone, feeling alone, have friends blow me off and then me say, okay, I'm going to go to an event and just do something by myself. I would still feel so like alone. I don't know. I don't have that ability to just go and make friends. Yeah, and sometimes when you're feeling that way, it's not even gonna. You think you want to hang out with someone, and maybe you do, but then it's also possible to be lonely with someone too. Um, do you find comfort in that? Being lonely with other people around that are also lonely, and not connecting with them at all, just being lonely, isolated in the same venue. Sometimes, sometimes it makes it worse. It depends. Um, okay, so one friend I've mentioned a few times, is, uh, her name's Chitra. There have been a few times Chitra and I have been like that, where like we're both sad and lonely. Like she's upset about whoever she's dating. I'm upset about whoever I'm dating. And we're just like, yeah, we're not even talking, but we're kind of just that, like, that's good. But yeah. then I've got the other example is like, I guess that's because we're on the same wavelength like even if we're not really connecting we both know where we are the other way is like if you've got someone who who's doesn't realize what you're feeling um yeah and they're still trying to talk to you they still think that you're connecting and that makes me feel even more lonely because you know i've got someone who's trying to connect me who's trying to make me feel less lonely and it's just making it worse because they don't even they have no idea what i'm feeling and thinking right now does that make sense yeah but in that scenario with teacher like you're both, you have the understanding of why you're both feeling that way because you've had conversations about it and you might even talk yeah. about it a little bit like when you get together and you're just comfortable being there with someone also being upset and mm. just knowing, okay, they know, I know. And then you real, well, you realize you're not alone. You're with someone else that's also going through something. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I guess that's the point is there's different uh, levels or shades of color yeah. to the to the feeling of loneliness. Um, yeah. And at, at the very base level is I'm alone in this room right now. At the highest level, it's here's all my friends. Here's the person I love. Here's my family who I love. And none of them actually understand what I'm feeling right now. Okay. Um, I get you now. Yeah, I get you. So I, I feel that highest one sometimes. Um, 
and when I'm feeling that like hanging out with somebody is usually not going to help and I kind of avoid it sometimes in that mood yeah I feel like it just turns into a hangout that turns into just shit you don't even want to be there yeah it just turns into a oh, 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 yeah I'm tired yeah it's getting late you had yeah exactly yeah just because you think it's a good idea to help you get you out of your funk and it just does not exactly yes and i uh i'll say yes to things sometimes in that state and it's this is actually an interesting thing for me anyway because i haven't figured it out yet at all sometimes i'll say yes to those things one because i don't want to feel bad for saying no yeah and two because i think maybe it's good for me maybe if i go out i'll get into a better mood and i think sometimes that does happen but anyway the, the way i'm remembering right now is most of the time it doesn't. And I, and I, even before I go out, I can kind of picture myself, maybe it's self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know, but I can, I can kind of say, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to be there and I'm going to feel like this and it's going to suck. And then exactly that happens. And I regret going so much. Um, so I don't even know. Uh, th- it, that's kind of something I'm wrestling with now. It's like, when, when I'm feeling like that, should I just say no, if I want to, or should I try to push myself sometimes depending? I have no idea. I think it is important to push yourself sometimes, but I also think it's important on the other side for you to sit and stew with it with yourself. I think it all depends on how close you are to pulling yourself out of that funk. If you're deep mm. down in the dumps and you think, oh, I should go out, it's going to help me. But if you're feeling like that low, so I guess what I'm trying to say is having an understanding of you know how far away from feeling okay are you. If you're low, and you think I could be pulled out of this, you're not at like ground zero. <laughs> Try to go out. But, you know, mm. if, if you're feeling so terrible, it's not a bad thing to say no to going out because it's sometimes that just makes it worse. Like you said, you go and it sucks. So the first step to doing something like that is being able to recognize how far away from feeling good are you? I think you're right. Yeah. This whole talk, um, what you were just saying, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, who's that guy you like? Ryan Holiday? Is that it? No, Ryan Long? Maybe. He says very offensive stuff. Well, it was it was like men's self-improvement and then women's like Oh, yeah, it was Ryan Long. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it kind of reminds me of. My assistant's attending my mom's funeral as we speak. Where you see (laughs) loss, I see opportunity. I'm selling mugs outside the funeral. Yeah. (laughs) My esthetician re-rented someone two months ago, and I've had to take a break since. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because what you said was, um, the the advice you kind of just gave was kind of like sweetly in the middle. I'm Chrissy in the middle, dude. You are Chrissy. (laughs) Middle Chris. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Sometimes no, sometimes yes. That's that's yeah, and it's gotta be right. If you think about it, it's gotta be right. Cause emotions are so I fluid. Think, yeah, and, and what I was kind of trying to describe to you, I think you're right, because I think the times when I was when I was doing that exercise when I'm saying, okay, I'm supposed to go to this place and be around these people, but I can just I know it's gonna be like this. Those were the times when I was at ground zero so to speak yeah um 
and then there's the other times when you, you're not you you want to say no but eh possible and and yeah you're right there's there's a difference yeah i mean it's not easy to i feel like it's one of the more difficult things about depression or anxiety is knowing how close you are to being i don't want to say normal but you know back to feeling how you want to feel mm. understanding where you are on that totem pole of super anxious super depressed or maybe i should go down here super anxious super depressed or yeah anxious and depressed and this is the good spot where you're feeling okay and you're here going out might give me that push but if you're here chances are the most it's going to push you up to is here doing a lot of visuals for the people on youtube right now so you might want yeah. to tune into the youtube channel i think it's pretty obvious what you're doing but yeah, yeah. hands are all over the place i'm making a scale yes yeah, and what's really frustrating, well, I just thought of this, is I had a period, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, I guess it must have been two months ago, where I started, like, getting higher on that totem pole. I was, like, I was well past the midpoint. It's like, yeah, I'm doing it. And then I don't even know what happened, but just right back fucking down. And that was after being lower on the totem pole for quite a while. And then I just, like, kind of climbed. And then, nope. Fuck. It's a continuous just climb to try to get yourself mentally right. Uh, that's why everyone's got some form of something. Because we're all just trying to climb. <laughs> and sometimes you don't want to climb. Yeah, exactly. It takes a lot of effort and work. Probably not for everyone, but for, I would say, a large portion of people. Just yeah, fuck those. Fuck those people that don't have to work for it. Yeah, you fucking assholes. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you kind of wanted to talk about something else. Are you okay if we pivot here? Or did you want to go into that a little more? No, it works. All right. Um, imposter syndrome. This is something that yeah. you're interested in talking about. Actually, it works quite nicely because. I think it's a combination of the things we've been talking about that leads to this. Um, so imposter syndrome, I don't know. I know it from memory, but I can't define it. I think I have it up on my Google. Okay, go ahead. As we speak, I'm not wearing my glasses. So I, if you see me squint, that's just you know what I do. Imposter syndrome, also called perceived fraudulence, involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education experience and accomplishments to counter these feelings you might end up working harder and holding yourself to even higher standards That's yeah first definition on google yeah so you could have this in any job or any situation um for example you could be like an extremely skilled surgeon but you could just have these feelings that I, I suck. I don't know what I'm doing here. They shouldn't be letting me operate. Um, and <laughs> that's a funny comparison to mention because I'm, I'm about to say it with the podcast. I am not an extremely skilled surgeon or an extremely skilled podcaster or anything, but I think having that really low mood lately and then kind of thinking about our journey of self-improvement, you and I, and viewing it in a really harsh light, to be honest with you, 
especially because of the the exercise parallels like you just started running again i've kind of fallen off the gym and everything and i just started like having this real like mean thought to me and to you too because you're involved in this just like why would anybody listen to us i just started having this like brutal feeling of inadequacy of what we're trying to do here and uh yeah that's why i wanted to talk about it with you well it is a very good pivot and it does fit because um when we're talking about you know feeling alone and sometimes being with someone that's also feeling the same way and you know being alone with them helps Mm. um maybe that's what we're providing Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people that think I, you know, I have this anxiety, but I shouldn't, you know, what the fuck is wrong with me? There's no reason for me to feel this way. And then hearing someone else say, Oh, they're nervous for no reason. And they just had a heightened sense of anxiety and being able to realize that and try to get through it. You know, that's why they say misery loves company. You know, you like someone to be there with you. We're there with the mm. people that are listening. I'm sure a lot of people, well, I hope here's my imposter syndrome. A lot of people listen to this and think, Hey, Oh, I can relate to that. That happens all the time. Just knowing that you're going through it and it's normal to go through this stuff. Yeah. It's another example, I guess, of what I was kind of getting at earlier about how the the depression or whatever will cloud everything and make you think about everything in the worst possible light because I'm not really feeling that same way right now. And right now I can think of all the things we said at the beginning of the podcast where, well, we, we like doing this. So it doesn't even really matter if anybody listens. Yeah. And what you said is an excellent point. And there's, there's a lot of excellent points. Like, it's not really a, a, a rational feeling, but, but in that moment, like when I was having that, like, again, it's like an attack of a, an uncomfortable emotion. I could only view it in that way. Yeah. Like that. I was embarrassing myself by doing this with you that we're embarrassing ourselves. Like wh- why would anyone listen to us? What do we have to say? We're just a couple and, of frauds. Yeah, and I'm putting you in there, but it, it really had nothing to do with you at all. No, but no, no, no. It's true, though. Like You think of it like, what the fuck do we know? Yeah. We don't have degrees in psychology. We don't have, you know, we're just two guys talking through our own shit and trying to improve ourselves and hopefully give other people, you know, the want to also improve what they're going through and just know that, hey, you're not alone. We're here. We're doing it. It's just... uh no, I mean, I felt the same way. Like, who the like, what the fuck do I know? But I know exactly how you're feeling. Yeah. And the thing we got to remember is, at the end of the day, we do this for us, right? If we were doing this just to try to get famous and try to get a bunch of views, don't you think we'd be a little more persistent with advertising that we do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we're doing yeah. this for us mostly. And like I said, yeah. in earlier like me getting ready to sit down and have this conversation with just you had me feeling like like you can almost feel the physical weight come off my chest like everything's good now we do this more for us than we do for any of you fuckers listening so we appreciate that you listen 
we want you to get something out of it, but we started this to really have these conversations and kind of work through our own thoughts. And if we're able to help anyone else work through their own thoughts or, you know, feel like they're not alone, that's just a massive plus for us. So that's kind of the way you have to look at it to not get that feeling that we're frauds. And if you think we're frauds, fuck you. You don't have to listen. Right? Yeah, I feel the same, man. Drew. Yeah. yeah, I feel the same. And especially, I think you, you, you hit on something that it's true for me, too, that we had guests the last two weeks. It's just, uh, it's different. It's great, but it's different. Yeah. And, uh, and when we do stuff like that, as much as we love talking to other people, it's interesting. We learn stuff. Um, we do it to spice it up for the people listening. Mm. So it's kind of like we're taking away that element of what we're doing, typically, which is for us this kind of recorded therapy session that we put on the internet. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want people to say, oh, you guys don't always talk about like feelings and all that stuff. Yeah, that is true. So it's not always like a mental health podcast. Sometimes we'll go off on other shit, but at the end of the day, it's our podcast and we talk about what we want to. And, you know, when we talk about stuff like this, it feels good and we're just doing Mm -hmm. what we want which further proves the point of us doing this for ourselves selfishly. I've had a lot of times where, because the time we do this podcast, it's always morning for me, night for you. And when I'm, when I'm depressed and I don't have a reason to get up, which is almost always, um, I'll sleep pretty late. Yeah. And this is, we, we do this at 10. So, that's a little bit earlier than I'd like to be up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but I do it every time. And um, the usual feeling I have when I'm in that mood, it's, it's not always, I don't want to make it sound like I'm always like that, but, but, but often it's, I just want to go back to bed. And I, and I kind of look into the future. I say, after this podcast, I'm going to go right back to the bed. But, I'll, but a lot of the time, it doesn't happen every time, but a lot of the time we talk, I do end up getting that weight off the chest thing. And then, I feel a little bit lighter and uh, I'm a little bit, it's a little bit easier for me to do the things that I, uh, I feel like I should be doing, whether it's work or, or exercise or whatever. I, I get that. I get that boost from doing this with you. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot yeah, of times, regularly. a lot of times like I'll be exhausted and then we'll start recording and then I can't go to sleep afterwards. Cause I just feel like, Oh, Hey, I'm refreshed. I'm good to go. Hmm. And I'll just sit in bed and scroll my phone, which is probably a terrible habit, but uh, I'm just feeling awake and, you know, energized. And I know for me, and you might share this as well, um, with the early mornings, me late at night, I, we don't skip it. And part of it is I don't want to let you down. So I think our friendship kind of comes into it where it's like, I enjoy talking to you. You may enjoy talking to me. I think you do. And, you know, you kind of just don't want, I don't want to let you down. And it's kind of us keeping each other accountable without me being like, dude, where the fuck were you, dude? With, you know, the men's motivation video. What the fuck are you doing? We should be putting out six podcasts a week, dude. You know, it's a, it's an unspoken accountability that we hold each other to. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, uh, we've been jerking each other off for a little while and I do like it. Um, yeah, I want to finish. 
but I think I can. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Son, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I did today. Okay. Boom. I but I want to I want to widen the bit because I think I got a I got a I got a way to widen the point. Um because especially with what we talked with Nick about and what I talked about on the earlier podcast about um my attachment issue, which largely goes in with difficulty sharing my feelings. I have noticed lately that it helps a lot. And this is another thing that probably sounds obvious, but that's what we're talking about. I think when you and I are talking about doing this podcast and feeling better, we're talking about basically getting those internal struggles out by expressing them and doing that with you uh, definitely. And actually with, with Tika yesterday too, because I was in the, I was in the thick of that, um, that fear about my chest and I noticed something. Um, I kind of told her that I was, how I was feeling. And I, I was telling her, I haven't been feeling great lately. I even cried a little bit, which is very rare for me. Yep. Um, she was just listening. She's really supportive and great for that. But anyway, after just kind of telling her that I wasn't feeling great, that feeling in my chest was, it was still there, but it was lessened. Yeah. Like significantly. And it hadn't, it hadn't made me think like how much of that was psychological and how much it, how much of it's real. It's definitely real, but there's also there's a, psychological a psychological component factor to it. Yeah. yeah. Cause there are times and, like I'm an avid weed smoker and sometimes I'll be like, Oh, my knee is killing me. And then like, I'll smoke some weed and I'll just kind of chill out and watch something. And I forget that my knee hurts. And then I go, Oh, my knees stop. Oh shit. It hurts again. Oh fuck. Okay. Mm. There it is. So just kind of releasing your mind of the stress. Cause a lot of things are psychological and you can enhance them. Um, and sometimes you can make them, you know, less apparent if you really put your mind to it, I feel. But a, a lot of the times, if you just kind of not focus, like hyper focus on it, which is hard with pain, obviously in this case, but you can kind of just let it drift away to see. Well, in this specific instance, I'm talking about when you've got that internal struggle or confusion or, or whatever it is, letting it out in some way and specifically talking to people i've I've been kind of trying that more lately and i I think it i don't know if it's been helping overall but i can say that in that moment it always helps whenever whenever i um because whatever my feelings are they're usually difficult to express and i'm afraid of hurting people all these different things and i'm I'm worried i I don't want to do it but then i do it and it's never like that it's always good and I've also been thinking lately, like I should just start writing about this more because that's what I was doing in the past and I just haven't been, but, but anyway, that's, I guess uh, we were, we were talking very um, myopically maybe, I don't know, but we were talking very uh, focused in on you and me. And I just wanted to kind of zoom it out a little bit and say, I think a lot of people can probably relate where they've got this thing they're thinking about and just talking about it with somebody, a, a therapist, maybe, but just somebody, a friend. It, it usually helps usually here's here's another thing that's crazy you know pretty much you have a 100 percent success rate in talking it out and it feeling better afterwards but you still kind of have walls up where you're not sure if you want to talk about it even though you know yep. in your head it works most of the time if not all the time 
Yep. So I think that's an important thing to keep in your head going forward, especially with how, you know, we discussed attachment styles last episode where you kind of like to push people away and be alone. And, and then you pull back when you're in that feeling of alone time, just remember, you know, how you feel after you talk these things out. Well, that's the biggest bitch about all this stuff we're talking about that really just pisses me off sometimes, man. Dude, I've, yeah, I've expressed because sometimes, sometimes the podcast, it's sorry. like, it's, yeah, I got this nature, this set point for what I want to do and what I want to think. And I've learned all of these coping mechanisms, these self-improvement strategies, et cetera. But it feels like I'm just fighting my nature. And sometimes it gets easier when you start building the habit or when you get some momentum or whatever. But at the end of the day, you have just doing those damn things just feels like fighting my nature. It just feels like unnatural. That's what that feels like. Even though I have 100% success, right, like you're saying, of, of sharing my feelings and feeling better, it's not natural for me. Yeah. Even though I know exercise is good for me, it's not natural for me. It just, just pisses me off. Yeah, no, it does suck because we, we have our defaults. I feel yeah. like everyone has their defaults of, you know. I guess just, I'm just complaining that life is hard right now. <laughs> just, it is difficult. I mean, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure you've gone through times that were more difficult and it didn't affect you as much because you were already in a better headspace at the time. That's another thing too. Well, that's why like the, yeah, the momentum and building the habit, like they say, whatever you do something for 28 days or 30 days and it gets easier. And yeah, basically true. It's like, the, it's like the first part that's really hard, but that always makes me wonder too, like, cause I've had those periods of momentum. So have you, why do we always end up at the same spot? And I feel like I've been talking about that for a year. I, th- I think I've been talking about that on very early podcasts. And, We've been um, talking about that since episode one. That's a recurring theme here at W negative. And I think maybe we have made a little progress or maybe it might, my understanding of it has, I, th- I think it's that nature that um, I don't know if we were talking about like trauma and stuff and all that girly stuff in the, in the beginning. But I'm starting um, to think more about that. It's like we have opened up like way more before it was like, yeah, I'm sad. It's okay, bro. And now it's like, yeah, this is why I feel sad. Mm. You know? So we are working towards better versions of ourselves. And I but think there's you a whole branch of one. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry to cut you off. There's a, there's a whole branch of, I guess, psychology and self help that kind of goes against a lot of that uh that that really surface level stuff like the the hustle stuff the just do it bro right yeah there's there's another one that goes deeper and it's it's basically like if you don't fix your underlying issues you're just going to keep sliding back to that point and i think that's probably where i'm at and I, i don't know if i've needed this year to kind of think about or, or realize, come to this realization, but I think that's, that's where I'm at now. It's like for a lot of my, probably, probably a decade, I've been trying to just work out, just eat right, just meditate, but it just doesn't, I always backslide. And 
I don't even know if it's possible to get to the underlying issue, but that's probably the next step. I probably got to start working on that bullshit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find like a good comparison, like with the backslide where you make all this progress and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, back here. It's like when you, you know, you're leaving the home, your home is that, oh, I knew this was going to fall at some point. That's my fault though. I hit it. Um, you leave the home base you're getting away from where you're most comfortable, I guess. And then you get too far out and you go, Ooh, ooh I'm going to go back. Like when you're going out in the, mm. on, there in the beach and you're going and it's getting slightly deeper and deeper and deeper. And then there's a big drop off and you go, Oh no, that's too deep. I'm going to go back. It's just something we're not comfortable with. So maybe my advice to us is to dive in. Yeah, it's deep, but you can handle it there still. It's a little deeper than you're comfortable with, but you can handle it. You're a big boy. Just do it, bro. You'd, you'd think so, but I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's like, look at just it's the anxiety and depression reeling us back in. But doesn't that say something? Doesn't that just make you think? I mean, I'm, I don't want to bring you debt. You've been running for a couple of weeks now, right? But I know you have this hope and I always do too. When I start getting some momentum, I have this hope and I have this feeling like this is, I'm, I got it this time, this time I got it. But they say the definition of insanity is, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. It's kind of where I'm at now. It's like, how many fucking times have I tried? It's gotta be hundreds. Yeah. There's something stopping me. Whatever, whether it's the, what you're talking about right there. And I think you've, I think you're probably onto something. But uh, it's a little bit, the, the solution has got to be a little bit more complex than saying, just dive in, right? It's like, that's not going to. No, yeah, that's a very like, just do it, bro. That's the stuff yeah, talking about. Exactly. Um, so it's one of those things where you said, you know, you said ins- insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same thing but expecting different results, but you're doing the same. Yes. So say you were to stop going for those results. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you living for? You're taking a sh- like a shot and going for it, you know, and you're doing the things that you know are right to do. You go back, but there are times where you go for longer or there's times where you really don't fall into that habit of let's keep going and doing it. I mean, Nick talks about that self-fulfillment all the time when he comes on with us. You take away that want for self-fulfillment. You're not, what are you doing? I, I, it's not about, um, the alternative isn't to give up and stop trying. The alternative is to try to find a different route to the destination. Um, but there are because only so many different routes. Doing the same take. thing and getting different results is, would be like, like let's say you're, you're, you're trying to exercise, right? Well, what if your version of exercising is just moving your finger all day long? And uh, <laughs> you, you do your research, try it out. You find out that this is never going to make you lose weight because you're just not burning enough calories. Yeah. But then you, you just keep doing it, right? And, and to some degree, I think that's, what I'm doing. I I don't want, I don't want to speak for you, but just the fact of gaining and losing the same 20, 30, 40 pounds, gaining and losing the same 10 pounds of muscle over and over again for 
years or, or, or decades, um, there's, there's something else there. Um, I think there are some people that can find one thing that works for them and keep doing it until, you know, their body stops working and they just enjoy doing that one thing like jujitsu, running, powerlifting, the things we've talked about on this podcast. I think for people like me and you, if we stick to that same thing over and over again, we kind of get bored. So it's kind of noticing these trends like, all right, maybe I should run, then lift, then I'll play some soccer. Then I'll try this other activity out. We just need to have, guys like me and you need to have different activities to keep our selves entertained. No matter how much we love that activity, it gets boring. It might get boring. I don't know, man, because I, th- I think what happens is you, you fall off this, or, or I, I should speak for myself again. At some point, I fall off this cliff where nothing would keep me entertained. And that's what brings me back to round zero. That's that depression. Right. Bringing you back in. Right. So in that moment, finding some new form of exercise. Not, not interested. Work. Not interested. You just don't. Exactly. I guess that's the answer everyone's trying to figure out that has depression. If someone had the yes. answer to how to combat that, I'd, no one would be depressed. Well, I think I might start going deeper into this eat, pray, love stuff. And you know what? I, I wanted to say this earlier. Um, you were skeptical about it, but you're trying it out. I think that's something people need to do more often rather than shit on something and poo-poo it and say, that's boring or uninteresting or you know that seems like a, load of, like a crock of shit. Give right. it a shot. See if it's a crock of shit. Because a lot of people put judgment on something based off of what someone else says or what they read online. You try it for yourself. You come to your own conclusions. So I kind of want to kind of draw that to um, religion for a second. I'm an atheist. Do not believe in God. Don't think there's a higher power. I think religion in some aspects is a very good thing. And I encourage people to try it out if they want to that sense of community that sense of being a part of something that sense of you know i don't know believe in believing in something i think that's an important thing to have whether it's something i think is foolish or not you know just give things a shot i guess that's all i'm trying to say i don't know if that comparison even made any sense i tried it made sense before I started saying it out loud. Give things a shot. It does make sense. It does? Okay, good. It does, yeah, because that's the, um, that's the big drawback of being skeptical um, is that you can be closed-minded. And I'm very, I find I'm very close-minded. <clears throat> yeah. There was this and... Italian restaurant that opened up down the road. I went, it's a restaurant that's Italian in Coventry. You think it's going to be good? Fuck that. Didn't go for like the first year and a half it was there. Michelle convinced me to go. We went. I fucking love it. It took me like a year and a half to get there. Now I'm a huge fan. Skeptical because it was an Italian restaurant in Coventry that's attached to like a preschool. Exactly. I don't blame you. I'd be skeptical too. Yeah, but try it out. You might like it. 
And if it's working for you, great. And fuck anyone who says, no, that's bullshit, dude. I don't know why you're doing that. Well, hey, it's working for me. I don't care if it doesn't work for you. It works for me. Yeah. And um, maybe it can be likened to like moving more towards the middle too, which is, I think, a theme that you and I kind of discuss pretty often. Um, for example, earlier we were talking about going out when you're not feeling it. It's like the one, one example is pushing yourself always. One example is never doing it. Go towards the middle. And uh, quick plug to the show, This Is Us, that Nick mentioned on the, the one. I, I'm about, in the span of one week, Tika and I have watched 20 hours of that show ish <laughs> okay. um so it's, seven it's days good. you spend almost a full one just watching this is us it's pretty good yeah. i watched 20 hours in a week but it's pretty good well we watch a lot of shows in, in general <laughs> okay but uh but yeah no it's, it's 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 good it's good um but anyway there's one character who's uh a perfectionist and he he had he has anxiety and mental breakdowns and shit and the other characters describing him, his brother is saying, uh, I think it was his brother. He says, he doesn't try anything if, unless he knows it's going to work. Like he doesn't try anything unless he knows he's going to succeed. He, he, he worries and thinks too much and blah, blah, blah. And I related to that quite a bit. And uh, maybe, maybe you could too. Maybe that's why you're not trying that restaurant. Cause you're like, you're like, it's, it's, it's an Italian restaurant in Coventry. And I'm like, this is some lady who's doing massage. How can she, right. It's yeah. just, but, but in the end, what are you really investing to find out? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, yeah. You're going to go to the restaurant. How hard is that? Uh, ah, yeah. I'm going to eat just, food and I'll probably eat the whole dish regardless if I love it or just like it. Chances yeah. are I'm not going to hate it. Yeah. So for, for myself anyway, how skeptical am I? Pretty damn skeptical. Maybe I can just push it a little bit this way. Maybe that'd be good. Yeah. We need to become Chrissy and Kyle in the middle. <laughs> yeah that's what we've been trying to do and find our level mm. find our balance get in the middle wrap time i think so hour and 10 minutes so we're actually over so thank yep. you if you made it this far i think this is a very good conversation um i'm not gonna plug all of our websites and stuff because i'm over it and it's the end of the episode and i doubt people have made it this far and if you have Patreon.com and YouTube. Just Google it. Kyle, any closing words? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I thought you had something juicy. I almost did. I was going to say something about the listeners or something like imposter syndrome, something like thank you or I don't know. No. Everyone message Kyle and tell him he's good at what he does because I think he's good. He's not going to believe me if I say it. So. Everyone DM right. Kyle. Kyle Cast XC should be doubly Kyle on because Kyle Cast is dead. But yeah, you're not a fraud. You too, Chris. Thank you. You are also too. This is life being bound to love.